Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Los Pointies Podcast. Curtis, sad but true. We're suffering from the case of seconditis. I had a lone sharky there on the 870. I commend you for picking a quarter horse going 870. That's right. I told people how much I loved it. I never picked the quarter horses, but I really thought it was this time. I know Cala 10 was the thoroughbred. I think mm-hmm. he was like 1 to 9. I think he went off 1 to 9. Maybe 1 to 5 for sure, yeah. Lone Sharky went all the way to the wire oh. with him, and we just lost. I think it was by a head or, or a short neck, something like that. It was it was a brutal beat. It was one of those beats I don't, I don't, I don't wish on anyone. It's tough. <laughs> tough, tough beat. But we're back at it again this week. We'll, we'll have another lock for you all. Your lock, how'd you do? Uh, second, seconditis. That's <laughs> why I mean we were, we're suffering from a case of seconditis. That's My right. luck was best yet there. We ended up finishing second, I believe, in race seven or eight towards the end of the card. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was the last race of the day. Yeah. Southern wagon. Monty ended. Uh, yeah. Ended the nights. Both that's of them. That's right. That's right. That is, I remember. It was Southern wagon. Yep. Yeah. The the invader kind of got the the Valerios on yeah. uh, on Twitter oh. saying that the New Mexico's uh, breads were coming Come on. or all the New Mexico shippers. I was saying on the podcast how some of them had had failed to live up to expectations coming in here, and then all of a sudden they win a four horse field and they start uh, gloating on Twitter. They're, 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 Hold on, they're boys. Crazy. Hold they're, on. I mean, they, they it's like they open up the fences. Yeah, I, I kind of had to go back at them a little. Had to put them in their place because you know nobody likes betting the invaders as, as much as I do. But yeah. still, we gotta we gotta wait to see the trend. Uh, we yeah. gotta give it a, a good sample first. So of course, I, my lock had to go down. To one of those invaders unbelievable but we're recording this on the weekend of the pc creature derby the Trudy and the los Alamitos wild west Futurity trials and the los Alamitos equine cell have you looked at the book oh i've, I've all uh scoured everything all the pages uh i don't know if i'm getting anything this year looks like uh, my uh, my taste might be a little more than my bank account, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna have to put a pretty big partnership together. But hopefully, we can get something uh, within our range there, and we'll, we'll walk out with a horse on Saturday or Sunday. There's one I have my eyes on. Go ahead. A gray colt. Just bet the gray, okay? By separate interests. Yes. Out of quirky. Out of quirky. Yes. I, from, I, <laughs> from the family of tequila sangria, of course. Yes. How it, much bankroll do you think I would need? To land that one. That one is hip number 20 in the book. Well, it's going to help that it's separate interest. Yes. Uh, because he, he's not a proven stallion. He's, yeah. he's, he's pretty new. I think this is only his second year uh, with a crop. So, I mean, I, you're still going to have to go. I you think th- you have to ask the bankroll manager for about seventy to $90,000, depending on how so? good the horse looks. I was thinking quarter. I was thinking twenty five. k Oh, no. 25K <laughs> for a quirky baby? No way they're going to oh, let it go man. for that much. But... And, I forget if there. There's probably multiple quirkies. I'm it, guessing it could be, in this yeah. sale. I I I haven't uh, dug in uh, on later in the book just yet. I kind of went through maybe the first quarter, or first half of the book. Uh, there's an up for it, baby. At a, by favorite cartel and hip number one thirteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Sorrel Colt. That's interesting as well. But yeah, there's definitely a. Definitely some interesting bloodlines, it is, uh, like it always is at the Los Angeles Los Angeles sequence. Also, looking forward to see. Uh, what the babies do? You'll be uh, you'll be there. Oh, weeks? of course, yeah, yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there tomorrow morning. Uh, what will we start? Ten o'clock, I believe. Yes, yeah, I believe o'clock. is the start time. Saturday so uh, 
We'll be rolling right through there. Uh, we'll have a, a table inside, but I like to be out in the back. Me too. I like to see all the, the horses being led in. Mm -hmm. That's when you can really see them, not, not when they're up on the auction block there and kind of being led around. I like to see them move around in the back, and that's usually where our, our best purchases have, have come from. Yeah, there's a HIP 243 letter in the book uh, by one famous seagull out of Flying Fig. Those are some uh, kind of uh, our generation type of runners when we were growing up that yeah. were those bloodlines. So you have a HIP 243, that's a chestnut filly there uh, uh, by one famous seagull out of Flying Fig. So yeah, going through the book is always fun. It's always, uh, it's always fun to gamble in your mind with uh, fake money and think, ah, oh, if I could get this one, what do you think I could get this one for? Yeah. You know what, uh, one part of the sale I really like is, like, Doc will put out a picture book of all his yearlings, yep. and you get to go through, and of course, some, some horses will have two or three uh, babies in the sale from uh, embryo transfer, and it's funny to go through, and you'll pick a horse out, and sometimes you, you think, okay, this one's the best looking one of the bunch, and it doesn't sell for anything, or, and then you hate the way this one looks, and that one sells for something ridiculously high. I I just find it very odd and, and fascinating on which ones sell high and uh, just by confirmation wise what some people are looking for and uh, sometimes I think that's where uh, you get the bargains for. Yeah that's going to be fun there. Los Alamitos Equine Sale come on out if you can open to the public there on the grounds of Los Alamitos right across from the parking lot so if you're making your way and entering Los Al right when you pass the parking lot of the shopping center there's a there's an entrance to the left Right, go in there, you can park in there, and then right on there, it's, it's where the Los Alamitos Equine Cell is being held Saturday and Sunday on the grounds. So looking forward to see uh, what sells, what has a big uh, reserve, what uh, goes back. But uh, yeah, I have my eyes there on HIP 20. We'll see, we'll see that one, what that one goes for. Well, I think you have a, a closer budget for that one then. Uh, I believe Corky's still in the sale. Uh, so far, mm -hmm. uh, no, I haven't looked at the outs yet of, of anything, but I think she's going to go for uh, in the hundreds of thousands. Uh, I, she, I, I would I, think. I think she's going to go for two and up. That's what I would. I would have put her at Doc, kind of holding a reserve for about two hundred thousand yeah. on her. So, yeah, I think you you have your eyes set on the baby. That's a that's a little more in your price range. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a look at Saturday's program at Los Alamitos, uh, which features the running of the PC Career Breeders Futurity and lo and behold I'm just gonna peek through peek ahead Curtis because Mentor Arrows listed at 8-5 on Ed Burgart's morning line yeah off that uh, trial win uh, he just looked tremendous um, it, it's hard to discount that I'm not gonna go with him on top I'll save my pick oh. but I think he ran so good the bounce? It's going to be hard for oh. him to improve I'm not Let saying he, he could I, I think he's got a really good post but I don't know if he's going to be going faster in 1743 tomorrow night. <laughs> All right, uh, race number one, four and a half furlongs. We're going for the thoroughbreds for Maiden Claimers 3500. We got an even money morning line favorite in Alfonso Z. Comes out of a second place finish. Looks like it's ho the horse to beat Curtis. Who'd you pick here? Well, you know, I like to start with straight chalk in the yeah, first race chalk, usually. Chalk, chalk. And it's got my man Uranga first time off the claim. But I would have played this horse back uh, even without the claim. Yep. Uh, I got pinballed at the start, and it really rallied nicely. Only finished second by half a length to Alicia's King. Uh, Uranga does very well off the claim. Uh, we, we can't say it enough on here. And I think the horse is uh, going to look pretty dangerous tomorrow night. Not much for me to add in this spot because, uh, to me, the race is either him or... I don't know who else I, I want to trust in this spot. 
because if he runs back to that effort, he most likely is the horse to beat without any kind of improvement. But even he just improves just a tad bit, which he could certainly do because it's only going to be making his third start ever here at LaSalle. Uh, he definitely looks like a, a standout single to begin the early pick four. So 5-2-7 for me, not much to add. The two impeachment A's, sale for 27 maiden, ran against the daytime too, too, too long too long of a race. Uh, and he's been, he has been nibbling second, second, seconds here at this distance. So mm -hmm. yeah, the two is, is the main threat. And then the seven fortissimus for Candelario Villamar, minor Arana, can show a little bit of speed. Uh, finished third in that same race as Alfonso C. And I think the seven can show a little bit of an early speed and that can make him just a tad dangerous from that outside post. So five to seven for me here in race one. I'm going to go five. And then to the three, U.S. Lawman here for Rafael De Leon. Uh, last time out, uh, first time at Los Al, uh, just was off slow and, and just didn't threaten at all. But there's not a whole lot of speed in here, and he has shown uh, some speed in his previous start. So I'm just going to be forgiving of that last one. He's going to be making his second start at the nighttime oval. And then I'm going to go to the two, Impeachment Ace. Like I said, I'm just going to throw that last race out in the daytime. He got bumped at the start and bumped again near the 5.8s pole, and he finished uh, a closing second in his previous three starts. So I think he should be uh, rolling again late, but I really look for this to be Alfonso C's race. Race number two, four furlongs is the distance. So we're cutting back slightly here. Claimers, 3,200 is the claiming price. Field of six, a lot of speed sign on to this field, Curtis. Who'd you pick? Yeah, I went with the chalk in the first one. Uh, I'm going to try and beat him here in a second. I'm going to go with the sixth, Fancy Terrace, a horse I've been against in the past. Uh, but I'm going to go with him here on the outside. He's going to have to battle with the two Shadow Op and Chocolate Mess. Uh, he could get a little uh, drifting out on the outside there, mm -hmm. being three deep or maybe. But hopefully just a little class drop will give him a, a little bit of an edge there. He's back with his main man, Miner, uh, who has ridden this horse, uh, let's see, the last uh, six times yep. that uh, Miner's ridden. He's won four times on him. So uh, he gets reunited with his favorite rider here. I'm going to put Fancy Terrace on top. We have our first disagreement of the night. I don't even have Fancy Terrace in my top three. Curtis. I can see that. I thought this was it, a very tough it, race. It was a tough race. And I'm, I'm going, yeah, I'm going with the chalk. So it's cheese. I was impressed with that win last time out because I thought, all right, is he really going to show that same kick going for furlongs? Mm -hmm. And he did. And 46 and 1, it's not the fastest time, but visually the way he did it, I was impressed. Uh, the inside post should allow him to save ground and make a move again. We'll see if he can avoid any kind of traffic trouble, but I'm going to pick him on top. You know I can't stay away from Chocolate Mess. You know I can't. <laughs> he's just one an of old those, favorite of yours. He's an old favorite of mine. He's, he's, he's got enough speed to lead. He's got enough races in his belt that make him good enough to win in this field. And I like Ramon Gusset taking over the mount here again. And then I'll go to the three. An old favorite of ours that used to be in your desk, Mark. Cali Gauchis. Uh, who uh, finished third last time out after breaking through the gate and stumbling in a better than looked effort. Two starts back, kind of dueled, and then uh, faded the, against open five claimers. So dropping claiming price makes him a little bit dangerous for me. So one, five, and three here in race number two. Yeah, I was all over when I was looking at this race. I'm going to go to the six, and I'm going to go to the two shadow up. Uh, I just didn't want to throw Uranga on top for the double when uh, shadow up. Couldn't get the job done even close uh, for 5,000. Uh, he comes back to 3,200. But before that, uh, he won by through. I, I thought he uh, finished a, a really nice race there, although 
at a lower class level, and he draws inside uh, the main speed rivals, the five and the six tonight. And then I'm gonna go to the one Swiss cheese. Um, your top pick, I think, looks very dangerous again. I'm just going to try and uh, not use a closer, try and get these horses out on the front end to beat him. But he looks like he's going to have uh, the pace scenario he needs to pack that losing, uh, closing kick. Ooh, not even we don't agree with the top two. This is a very interesting <laughs> race. Race number three, four and a half furlongs, thoroughbreds, conditional claimings tag for a, uh, for a tag of $5,000. These are for the Phillies and mares, three-year-olds and up, which have never won two races. A field of seven set to post. Where did you go? I'm going to try and get a little price in here. I'm going to go to the four, Scott's Best Beth here for Salvador Naranjo. Uh, this horse is last seen running in the daytime, and uh, I thought it was a pretty good effort, uh, although it's at 6250, he's going to take a little bit of a class drop here. Uh, but I thought for five furlongs, he stayed close enough there, and uh, cutting back a little bit of distance here, he goes from five furlongs to four and a half. I think maybe that and a little bit of class relief uh, will help this horse stay close enough that uh, maybe he can just outfinish him in the lane. Southern Naranjo training five to one on the morning line. I have that one as my third choice. You can call me Chalkfest Jose today. <laughs> I'm going with the rail. Royal Astronomer nine to five on the morning line. Got tough beat second, two starts back because that was a very fast race in 51 and two. Uh, just ran into a fast horse and loved it in the last that night was claimed for Lorenzo Reese, then finished another second behind Sensory, but still, I thought it was a good effort given the ground that he was closing down late. So I'm gonna give them, give her, excuse me, the nod from that rail post. And then the sixth, Spectacular Storm. Why do I feel like I've chased this horse before? I don't know, the name just rings a bell when yeah, maybe know. maybe early in the year in February and in April, second, uh, second by a nose. But uh, before that, then uh, went to daytime, Delmar, daytime, now back nighttime, but ran into uh, Champion Honey, who romped by seven lengths that mm -hmm. night here. No one was beating Champion Honey that night. She finished a well-beaten second, but still, it was a pretty good 51 and 3 final clocking. She's going to have to improve, but I think this one could be ready to go here for Jorge Gutierrez. And then your four, Scott's best Beth uh, for Salvador Naranjo. I like the cutback and distance. I like the drop and claiming tag. Just a slight bit from sixty-two fifty to five thousand, but uh, uh, just the the claiming price doesn't tell the story of the different company lines that this one represents. So I think that's that's a significant class drop. So I'll go one six four here in race number three. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the one horse Royal Astronomer uh, for second. Definitely looks really tough second off the claim for Lorenzo Ruiz, and his horses usually do very well from along the rail. That's uh, kind of an angle I play. Last time he was four wide into the stretch, and he got up for second there. And I don't think there's an abundance of speed in here, so I could see him running his race three back, uh, in which he won for my dad, where he just got out there in front and kind of just went all the way around there. So if he does that, it looks pretty tough again tonight. And then I'm going to go to the seven, Jelly Bean Christine. Juan Sanchez opts to ride this horse over the four, which uh, that, that kind of gave me a little worry picking the four on top. But uh, Juan's going to land on the seven horse here, and the horse draws outside. He's won uh, previous two starts for 3,200, and he's going to have a nice outside post to help set up that closing kick. All right, that is race number three. Race number four, they pay off leg of the early pick four. We're switching to the quarter horses, maidens, straight maidens, 300 yards of the distance, field of six. We got three runners with experience, three runners with either either no or light experience in this mm -hmm. field. Who'd you pick? 
I went against a horse that I really like from the works early on. Uh, I went against the one. Yes. I'm going to go to the six, Spectacular uh, Corona. You're not giving up? I think the one horse, it, seven to five is really low on, on this horse. And, okay. And you're going to get four to one morning line. I don't know what the horse is going to go off at, uh, you know, come race time. But four to one when you're trying to end a pick four, I think is really good for a horse that once uh, was only a nose apart from Dreams Divine. They private purchased this horse from Odell, so it's making its second start here. Last time out, uh, got bumped at, or broke in and bumped at the start and kind of lost its path when the outside rival came over on him. So I think uh, being drawn outside here and given a little more time with the new connections, uh, I think the price is right for Spectacular Corona. Why is it that me, Jose Contreras Los Pointes, is going with the Rudolph Invader, and Curtis <laughs> is going with the Spectacular Corona on the outside? Uh, I, that is a complete role reversal because oh, I, could, I gave you uh, a lot of guff for picking Spectacular Corona early <laughs> on. Yeah, like I've been, excuse me, I've been chasing Spectacular Corona, but now it is the second time for Felix Gonzalez, second time, and draws the outside again. So the six is going to be my third choice, but I'm going with the Rodoso Invader for Donnie Montes and the owner Javier Alvarez Jr. Uh, is racing with the flipping halter, showed a little bit of run early in his career in Remington Park and Rodoso, and it was well supported. 9-2 on the view, 7-2 second time out, and then ran into those three treaty trials and a straight maiden when finishing fourth uh, last time out. So, arrives here with a field that has a little bit of question marks. We don't know if the one's still going to fire some of that runs uh, from early in the year. And the six has been flat in the last three starts. So, yeah. uh, I, I, this was kind of a, a elimination type of race for me. So, I'll pick the two on top, uh, but I really don't have any strong opinions I'll go two one six here in race number four. Uh, I got the same numbers, just a little bit different order there. I got the six on top, uh, one bow times nine. I kind of like from the the earlier part of the year, but I don't know. I, I think is beatable again in this spot, and again the two apolitical bread comes in from Rio Dosa. One stat I, I saw was Danny Montes is about thirty eight percent first time coming into his barn. So uh, maybe another invader gets the job done in the fourth on that night. So I'll go six one two. Ruben Lozano, uh, go-to guy for Danny Montes as well. All right, race number five. This is the middle race. We have a nine-race program tonight, so this does not begin the pick six, the pick four, excuse me, but it does begin the mid-card double. 300 yards, made in claimers for a tag of 2,500. This is the bottom. The bottom, Curtis. I don't even think we had been running maiden. I think this might be the this first, the first one, one all one. year. Yeah. I think this might be the first one all year long, six-horse field. For those owners trying to get into the game, <laughs> uh, start putting out those claims. Oh, we didn't even talk about your partner claiming one. Oh, uh, uh, Scotty, Scotty getting, getting in the game Back last week. Back in the week. game, he claimed that they're red. He claimed uh, Quantum Force. Quantum Force, that's right. That's right. Uh, I, I didn't even know that was going to happen. <laughs> I got got the phone call, and I said, is this correct, Scotty <laughs> McKeever? And, we gotta get those uh, those equine edge silks ready. For That's that one. right. Yeah, you never have to slap the logo oh, on the back of them as quick for, as you can. For sure. Field of six sec to go for a claiming tag of twenty five hundred. Who did you pick? I'm gonna go to hook him up, hooking up and hanging, hanging out up. here. Dennis Givens. Uh, I'm not gonna really talk about all the the class dropping here because they're they're all doing it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's dropping down except the six who's uh, gonna make the debut. But uh, the three or number three hooking up and hanging out is a five-year-old facing all three-year-olds in here. So definitely has the age advantage there. And really, just going by the last uh, few races, this is the only one that has been finishing besides the other one. So really, uh, it's the only logical horse uh, I, I had to go with. I'm probably going to single this horse here in the fifth. 
I'm trying to beat the three with the five, and it's sticky here for Paul Jones and Ruben Castro. I'm still holding on to that second place finish. When this one added in the blinkers, three starts back, like showed improvement in medium with the blinkers and second time off the layoff. And then since then, flat bumped. I can you can see a little bit of excuses. You can see a lot of excuses for a lot of this field. So. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just go going to the outside here, Valensuki. The three for sure is is, uh, is the main thread at eight to five on the morning line. That one is racing with the flipping halter for the first time, hooking up and hanging out as their Erasmo Gasca and Dennis Gibbons. And then the one, JM Stell Lucky, uh, 13 to one, 45 to one, 44 to one, but that was a, an improved fourth nonetheless, last time out. Comes out of the same race as the three, draws the inside post again, so a little bit of concern there for sure. But uh, given that this one's only raced three times, this one can maybe show up with a little more improvement as well. So 5-3-1 in race number five. Yeah, I'm going to three on top. And then, like you said, there's a lot of excuses here. But I, I, I'm just going to go with a, a new horse here for a second. I'm going to go to the six. Mm -hmm. Selva Negra uh, was very quick in the, in the works. Uh, I didn't really like the way this horse finished. But, hey, uh, not a lot of world beaters in this field. So uh, we'll see what happens come uh, fifth race on Saturday night. But I just like the outside draw and uh, the, the quick uh, gate breaks that I've seen so far. And then I'm going to go to the two, Show Stealer. Uh, talked about I like when Willoughby just drops these horses mm -hmm. down. Uh, they're just trying to get rid of them, maybe get a win and get out. But this horse hasn't had a good start yet. And uh, I think just we'll, uh, we haven't seen what this horse has to offer yet. And I think it's got a little bit of breeding uh, in it. Stel Krona and what a hit. Uh, I think there's something there uh, left on the page. So hopefully we can see what this horse really has on Saturday night. All right. We flip the page to race number six, the beginning leg of the late pick four tonight with this uh, nine race program here. We're going 330 yards, straight maidens. Ooh. Lock of the night. This was a Jack. pretty tough race, lock I thought. And you're going to lock it that's up? That's it. That's it. Lock of the night, Curtis. Who we I'm got? I'm in or I'm out in the first leg of the late pick four. I'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. The six. Uh, Paul will be very happy. Paul Jones, Bradbury Racing, Jesus Ayala. This horse got off to a little bit slow start, but still showed good enough energy to narrowly miss by a head. That was the first start since August 2nd. Now has had almost a month since that race to recoup. I think they're spotting this one. They're not giving up. They're not dropping for a tag after seven starts. They're still keeping in the straight mating ranks. And he has shown ability. Uh, kind of flashes time to kind of break the, get the diploma against straight maidens. But tonight is the night for I'll be back, Caleb. Uh, excuse me, Curtis. It's three to one. I'll take the six here. I thought the six looked really good the last race. Uh, didn't even break that well and still uh, rallied nicely, but got uh, out finished there by Kiss mm -hmm. Fast Zoom. But I did like the finish of that horse. I'm going to put him in the third spot. All right. I'm going to go to the two. SP Ironwood. I'm going to the first time starter. This one was scratched uh, last week, I believe. Let's see. Does it say it in the. Let me see. Hold on. Let me look at yep. the list. Yes. Program scratched from sixth race last yes. Saturday. Um, I, I'm I'm still going with them. All right. Uh, not based off of the September third work. I'm going to the August seventeenth work. It was a twelve six. It wasn't really that good, but I love the gallop out on this horse. Mm -hmm. And Jose Nicasio is off of a uh, favorite mongoose, off of the Monty horse who yes. he's been riding, and that's his main connection. And he's going to ride SP Ironwood. It's very well bred. Favorite cartel out of Sonora Cartel. Uh, she won some races. I just. 
I'm trying to read between the lines a little here. Okay. Uh, I'm just looking at the works, and Jose jumping aboard here. I'm going to try and get a price on the two. I'm going to go to the one, get it now for Matt Fills for second here. Draws yep. the inside, and I think that should help because uh, the horse bumped at the start last time and is up in contention. I think it was dueling on the front end there and just lugged out, and that's why the horse got out finished by a cartel chess and Tory Bowie. And then I'm going to go to the six. I'll be back, like we said. Uh, the horse just didn't break last time, but really finished out well. So I think uh, as long as this horse gets a clean start, should be rolling again. All right, so I'm going to go with the six to lock. The horses, the two horses scared me. I'm going to go three and four underneath. Favorite Mongoose, who ran with the Flippy Hunter for the first time last time out, didn't show any kind of run there, kind of a bit flat in that trial event, but that was against trials, right? Mm -hmm. Now back against Maiden, you see some of those early efforts, second, fourth, second, uh, nomadic, uh, in the in the imitational constellation back in June, that was a pretty good second for favorite Mongo. So uh, this one can run back to those efforts. Definitely scares me a bit. And then the four, our cartel for Jess uh, for Jose Flores and Mike Abram and partners here uh, was a betting favorite last time out. Could only finish second when beating half a length. Uh, Fifteen eighty nine was this was his final clocking, but had worked a pretty good twelve ten prior to that there on August six. So. I still think this one can maybe run a little bit fresher second time after uh, after a race like that. Cruz Mendes jumps aboard. Definitely one of the horses that scares me. But lock of the night, I'll go to the six. Six, three, four for me here in race number six. Two, one, six for me. Oh, all right. Race number seven here uh, as we flip over to the second leg of that pick four here, Los Lamitos. We're going 300 yards. Race number seven, conditional claiming tag of $10,000. Competitive field of seven. I could see us going different ways in this spot. Who did you pick? I'm going to go to the five. Favorable separation. Not even in my top three. Not even in your top three at all? <laughs> no. Oh, man. Oh, what am I going to do with you? <laughs> like, Cooper claimed this horse three outs back for 8,000. Uh, he jacked it way up to 550 yep. mm -hmm. uh, against well good Ballast Point Newport Coaster. I don't know, really understand. Uh, uh, maybe he thought this horse was a lot better because he did previously had it. He uh, had it starting in the career yes. uh, one second time out. So Harley really liked this horse, so they reclaimed it. Look, just throw out the 550 race. Uh, I think that they were just way above their head there. Comes back for 12.5, goes 300 yards. He runs second by a neck to just a sweet dasher, and he lugged in early. I thought that was a pretty good race, and he earned a, a 90 equibase speed figure there. So I think the horse should be ready to go on Saturday. Favorite separation, three to one there. The clean back angle is in effect. Uh, I'll go to the three here, Laguna Coaster for Marcin and Cruz Mendes. Um, that was a that was a very good second in, in that California Breeders Claiming Stakes. Uh, two starts back, broke well, had the lead, and narrowly missed by a nose. Um, to Topak Gorge and then came back and ran against Ms. Montalita uh, exacting who came back to win would only finish fifth for a $16,000 claiming tag. Dropped for 10 we'll see what he can do in this spot but I think he's got he's got a good of ability to be a probably the, the I would say the post time favorite in this spot uh, once we get close to post time. So I'll go to the 3 my long shot play tonight is going to be the 6 sell store for Georgia Morphin and to me it's, it's all about the libel bangle they claim this one for 5 Ran him against 16, so they show some confidence. Stumbled. All right, let's drop him for eight. 330 might, might have been uh, might have been uh, too far. Drop him again. 300 yards. Broke on top and held on to win. 1571 is pretty respectable. Uh, Sergio Morphin. We'll see how this one can do, but but I thought six to one could be a play here. Sell store. So I'll go three six 
and an old, an old friend of mine, the two Commando Inferno, who was away for the races for a long time, Curtis. Yes. Uh, threw the head last time out in a race to ignore, and then finished third after that line, lengthy layoff two starts back when entered not to be claimed. So I think we're going to see what he, he can truly do off the layoff tonight. 7-2 for Jose Flores. So I'll go 3-6-2 here in race 7. Yeah, I got the 5 on top, 3 Laguna Coaster, uh, all the reasons you mentioned, and uh, just playing the class drop basically. Uh, 16,000, they, they cut down a few levels to the $10,000 level. Should help this horse get going in the right direction. And then I'm going to go to the one, hard to please. Uh, I was thinking about Commando Inferno, but I don't know, just uh, since he had been away for so long, he had the claim voided three back. I'm just going to try and stay away. I'm going to go hard to please. Jorge Farias, uh, they've all made a, a career claiming off uh, Scott Willoughby and had all red bread horses. Uh, they claimed it for four, stepped it all the way to 12.5, and just uh, didn't threaten against that group. They drop it down a level to 10,000, and your man's coming in to ride him. <laughs> so I, I'm assuming that this horse is live. Rodrigo's, he's only had one mount this year. Yep. So hopefully he can have a 50% a win percentage after Saturday night. You know Rodrigo on the rail was an angle in mine way back when. Well, how can I, you? I, I mean, might, I have to be in your super I then, have right? To find a way to use a one <laughs> in the gimmick somehow, some way. I can't be. Can't. That would be your own fault oh, if can, Rodrigo can, beats you. You got you nobody. Let, oh, Rodrigo on the road beats me. I, I, no, I, I can't let that happen. So watch me betting some some crazy exotics there. Race number seven there. All right, race number eight. There's two races. Let me know what time it is. The late daily double. Late daily double time here on the. What? Lock of the night. And what a better way to start your late double off with a single. I know it's the chalk and I usually don't oh, do this. I know who it is. Wait, you said it was a chalk? Yes. You're playing against the Chalala Bloodlines? You're playing against Five Bar Jackpot, who we were high on early in the year? True. You're, you're, you're correct on that. Chalala favorite, I don't think uh, can can finish. Okay. So that that's your uh, Bloodlines. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go over that. But yes, I was right there with you, Five Bar Jackpot. I just didn't like the race last time, even though it was against Up and Adam, who absolutely crushed it. Yeah. Another one of another one of your horse. I'm going to go against all of them tonight. But uh, he had to go against that. I'm going to the three. Gentleman James. I'd absolutely love the work on this horse from uh, the 10th of September. This horse stumbled and veered in and was just powering home. I mean, I, I really loved it. Uh, I'm assuming it was Rangel. Uh, that was on him that day. He never even asked him. Uh, I think this horse is going to run a monster effort on Saturday night when uh, I'm kind of losing faith in the two five-bar jackpot, and I'm off a of Chalala favorite already. <laughs> so I'm making Gentleman James my lock of the night. This is your process of elimination by far. <laughs> Gentleman James, yeah, strong workout. Strong workout for Gentleman James. Gonna try to beat him. I can't. I can't let Five Bar Jackpot win a seventy-two and not be on him. I can't. That would be criminal. <laughs> You're me. just gonna forgive the last uh, race. Is yeah, that what it is? He needed a little bit of rust off. Uh, I, I agree. Life. I agree. I, it wouldn't uh, surprise me no. if he ran a good effort. It's just no. gonna be a good second. Yeah, I, <laughs> this is gonna be a fun race to watch. I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I, I, I think the three talented. I took. I think the two talented, and the one, yes, ran against the trial too far. Cutting back to 300 yards makes her a little bit interesting nonetheless. Mm -hmm. So I'll go 2-3-1 in a very, very competitive race. I'm going 3-2, and I'm going to the 5. I I'm knew the it. one I out. Knew it. I'm I going Famous it. Roses, second time Odell. Last time out, uh, went against Chess uh, Tellen 
tales, uh, yeah. just telling tales last time. Uh, and, and I thought it was just a okay effort there for 331. 17.09, that's not a horrible time. Draws the outside here, and second time in the Odell barn. Uh, I think uh, this one can go under the radar come Saturday night, but I'm singled in on the three coming into the eighth race. Wow. We have arrived to the featured event, the Grade 2, 355,000 PCQHRA Breeders Futurity. They're racing for a purse. 355,000. Race number nine going 350 yards. Mentor error blew this field off their feet on trials night. Yes. 1743. The final clogging. Curtis, you've got to be all in. Ramon Sanchez and Paul Jones, you're all in, right? <sighs> Ramon, you're my boy. You know that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. I just think there might be a little bounce of Dina. Wow. I think 17.43 is just a little too fast. Uh, that could be uh, the race of Mental Air's career right there. I'm going to go with a horse that could be flying a little under the radar. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, talk of Pitbull returning. I'm going to Floki. I'm uh, going to the four. Uh, I, I, I don't think she got any buzz on her uh, on, on her, her trial win, win yeah. last time. Uh, went 17.65, is uh, sitting on three in a row here. And I, I think has every right to improve off that time. Is in between Tell Cartel and Up and Coming. Uh, I, I like uh, being drawn in. They're not terribly fast early. And I think that's uh, Floki's strength. She gets out there. And, and uh, I think she's got enough in the tank to go that 350 yards and improve off that time. So while I think Mental Air could possibly bounce, I think Floki is getting better. I could see five or six horses winning this race legitimately. And that makes us very, very interesting. But the more I watched the videotape, the more I thought, if Mentor repeats any kind of like that, yes. it's over. True. But That's true. I do. Have I, I will not disagree with that. I do have a lock of the night to begin the card, the pick four. So you know I'm going to have to spread in this field. But just as far as check marks, I have to give it to Mentor. Just looked ultra, ultra razor sharp. He might be a new horse off of that break from June to September. A pit bull. I mean, he was winning with ease. He was winning futurities and yep. trials easily, like he wasn't being asked. So he was very flat. It wasn't much of an excuse there, just third best that night. I'll be surprised if, if he doesn't fire back to his old self. So Pitbull, for sure, the main threat. Floki is the third choice. I was aboard on trials night at 19-1. I jumped off on futurity. It cost me. Uh, <laughs> last time out, he showed up again. Good final clocking at 1765. And it was probably one of those fields where we expected him to win like that. And he wasn't asked for, for all his best. Yeah. So he's definitely one of the top contenders. And we can't forget upper speed on the outside. Drawing yep. the outside post makes him that much more interesting because we know he can finish. Exactly. So that makes him a legit threat at 4-1. to one. Other than that, I mean, Tel Cartel was my lock of the night on Charles Knight. 1770, mm -hmm. he's going to have to improve. Once we change looking like a new horse who starts back, Curtis, could you see that one getting to the super? You know, I think I like Tel Cartel uh, more than one sweet change. Mm -hmm. uh, Tel Cartel kind of really impressed me the way he finished there, even though he went 1770. I think that was finally the effort we kind of expected uh, yeah. after that horse had beat up and at him early on, finally put it all together. So uh, I think I like that one uh, a little more than the two, but. For second, I, yeah, I'm going to go Mental Air. Yep. I'm going with Paul uh, just off that one. I, I like that uh, Pitbull 
mental error, up for speed, they're all in the same trial together. And now they're all drawn next to each other again in the final. So you're just hoping they bump each other and Floki has a Hey, last time out, mental error kind of shifted out there and hit pit bull and up for speed there. So, I mean, you never know what could happen again. It's quarter horse racing, so that's the way it goes. But going four, nine mental error. Yep. And then, like you said, I think the outside draw for up the uh, up for speed is the absolute perfect draw for this horse. Um, even if he doesn't get away that quickly, which he tends not to do, he can really show that closing kick out there and stay out of trouble. So I think he drew the absolute perfect spot uh, out of anybody in this field. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting PCQHRA Breeders' Futurity. That is for sure. That is the car for Saturday night. Once it does have settled after the race, will be... Day one of the sale in the books. We'll have the, the Derby already in the books from Friday night. Futurity in the books. And then Sunday night will be the trials for the Los Amigos Wild West Futurity. This weekend kind of, for me, signals that that turn in the calendar where, all right, here we go. After this is over, yeah. Super Derby, boom. Sea uh, Wayne, Golden State Million, 2 million. Yep. Champion, I mean, this, this, this weekend really signals that, that fall, that winter racing season here that's not for me yeah we uh we're gonna see all the the guys coming not just from uh, new mexico but like you said the wild west uh all all the nevada um, utah yeah iowa idaho all these guys are gonna be coming in uh from out of state so we're gonna have horses coming in new shooters from from all sides here and uh yeah this is just uh when everything picks up you you got golden state uh million left yep uh you got super derby left the, the, the Deuce, Deuce, Champion of Champions, SoCal Derby. Yep. I mean, you got uh, all these races still to go. So uh, we're going to see a lot of a lot of new shooters coming in and uh, a lot of great ones coming up. It's going to be fun to watch. That's for sure. Fun to bet on it. Fun to work on it as well. But switching gears, Curtis. If you smell <laughs> the rock, it's ah. He's back. Oh, I haven't heard the the old Rocks theme song in so long. Okay, can you hear? I want to I want to watch just for the pop he's gonna get. Uh, I, that used to be kind of a staple of the press box. It was on uh, Friday nights was to have SmackDown on. Yeah. Uh, but oh, whenever he returns, everybody just goes. Him and Stone Cold yeah, get the loudest it. pops for sure. uh, uh, of all time uh, whenever they return. And I'm sure he made a quite a, a pretty little penny oh, uh, to sure. kick it off. Uh, they got to have everything going right now that they're on Fox mm -hmm. now. But I saw that they were advertising just a ton during all the NFL games. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm glad that they're back, and I'll be able to watch them again on Friday nights. Uh, he he'll probably he, obviously he's doing this because they're they're switching. You know, they're they're opening up the the new spot there. But I think he's gonna he's he's probably gonna show up for one or two pay per views. I think he's he's gonna you know the workout somewhere where he'll get a match in. I think so. Everybody loves it when he returns. I I don't think there's ever been anyone like him. Uh, frankly, yeah, he was my favorite for a long. Bret Hart's my all time yeah. favorite. Uh, but then uh, you know during uh, my my teen years oh. there it was. It there's was nothing, the Rock all nothing, the time. Nothing like the the Rock coming in to save Mick Foley, uh, <laughs> Mr. Socko. There, there was the, the Rock and Sock oh, connection. Come on. Yeah, I've, he always had something new. Yes. He he was always doing something new. He yeah. had a new catchphrase. Yes. Uh, something he he would be singing. <laughs> he he'd have a new move or something. So uh, he always evolved. I mean, that was the uh, the one reason why everybody had to turn in uh, tune in back in those days is because you had to see exactly what he was going to do that way. 
it's, it was always fun when he would uh, he would uh, stop him in sentence and like nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. or, uh, the two best things that used to crack me up, you know, he he'd ask him something. It doesn't matter <laughs> what you think. It doesn't matter what your name is. Or when he was doing an interview and he would just hang the shirt over who yeah. would be like Michael Cole back yeah. then was like the interview guy and he would just literally just drape a t-shirt across his face so he didn't have to look at him those were two of my favorite oh, things the Rock sure. used to do uh, when when that elbow uh, that elbow pad used to come off uh, oh. uh, people's elbows you know how many times I did the people's elbow oh, back in my just whatever you had just oh, get man. it and sling it into the oh, crowd oh man it was, it was fun times <laughs> back in the day so childhood memories get reincarnated as the rock makes yes. a, a return to smackdown yeah i'm sure uh him i'm sure i saw hulk hogan rick yeah. flair stone cold all the all the old guys have been coming back to try and uh, rejuvenate uh, the interest in WWE coming into to the fox network there i mean we should be getting paid by fox right um, now the 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 promo we're cutting here for them but yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm happy that they'll be on Fox again. I, I'm working on trying to get Run Happy to sponsor us. I mean, there's. <laughs> it seems like there's 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 money to be going around. Uh, that's what I heard. I mean, Mattress Mac just bet uh, what three point two million. I think he yeah uh, on the think, Astros to win the World I think Series. He, he dropped another like one point five at Fanduel. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's dropping millions to. I guess he's got like a big giveaway in 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 texas because he's a uh, he's oh like i he, don't even i'm that's think, a one i haven't even heard of i think that's why he's hedging because oh, if the okay. astros win like he's uh, honoring like free furniture or free mattresses to like the the people there oh so, so that, that's uh, his way of insurance yeah, so he's hedging by by betting the astros uh well i i tell you what uh that's a guy that loves the sport and uh he really puts his money where his mouth yes. is there um what is it the hundred thousand dollar Bonus if if a, your run happy wins at, wins a maiden at Del Mar, Keeneland or, or, or uh, Saratoga. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's ridiculous. Hundred thousand. I mean that's ridiculous. And you wonder why the the foals are selling uh for for such a high I'm amount of money. You, it's because you could you could probably get a quarter of your money back. We're in the wrong business, Curtis. <laughs> we should be in the bloodstock business. Ah, uh, it is a it is a easy game once you get into it. But uh, I think there's a lot of stuff that goes in there, and I mean, uh, like all these, you got to have the the cheddar to get into that business too. All the all these like historical racing machines, video lottery terminals that I keep hearing about in Kentucky mm -hmm. and. Uh, New York with the slots and the casinos. I mean, yeah. these purses are getting great, uh, but I mean, and then owners still get to run in five horse fields for like purses of like a hundred k. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're in the wrong business, Curtis. That's kind of one thing you see, and it just amazes you that sometimes they'll have these short fields and they're still kicking out, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars <laughs> for some of these purses. I mean, it, it, it's pretty crazy. Uh, that's the power of slots uh, that they can do. Uh, I wish we could have got them out here, but yeah. you'll never say never. And that, that I think that only speaks volumes about the 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 racing industry in California. How it has remained afloat to be a year round. Oh, definitely. I mean, year round racing, and you're still staying afloat. You're still competing. You're still having racing good horses. I mean. With no supplement, I'm. When you just look at uh, New Mexico or or Oklahoma, Texas, if you look at their pick four pools, they're like five thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, I'm just. I, I don't mean to bash their no. pools, but they're they're having five thousand dollar pick four pools 
$4,000 pick four pools. And they've got 10 horse fields yes. every race. Uh-huh. I mean, could you imagine if we had 10 oh, horse man. fields I every race? Salivating. Our pick fours would be, uh, they'd have to be at least 200. uh, 250,000, yeah. 300,000. That, that's what I would think. I mean, we can do 200,000. We've crossed uh, two hundred thousand this year. Yeah, and and so if you gave us uh, the stock that they had, I, I think our pools would be ridiculous. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> one day, hopefully one day we return to those glory days, Curtis. In the meantime, let's go watch the rock. That sounds good to me. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right, bye everybody. <laughs>